listening to The Attitude Zone with Dr. J. Hello, friends. It is a pleasure once again to be back in The Attitude Zone with you. Thank you so much for continuing to listen. Thank you for subscribing to my podcast. Thank you for sharing it with others, for letting people know about it. I know that if you are being helped, that is a victory for me. So once again, thank you. Well, we have completed another week. As you know, I try to get the the podcast at least once a week. And sometimes, you know, I try to get the topics that I believe can help you in regards to what we're experiencing, what we see on the media and TV and things that are uh, taking place. And my point or my objective is that we can reach an attitude that can help us overcome whatever limitations we may have. And today's topic is mindset, Uh, the mindset that we possess, the mindset that we live with. I, I believe that our mindset is the boundaries that we set. And it depends on our mindset whether we're going to accomplish much or not accomplish very much. Uh, There's a book by Dr. Carol S. Dweck. Uh, The title of it is Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. And I recommend that you get it. It is a wonderful book. I'm going to put the link over on my podcast website, theattitudezone.com drjgrod.com. You can uh, take a look at it there. Purchase. It's on Amazon, and I'm sure that there's plenty of bookstores out there that have it. But for now, you know, I will put it on my my website, as I mentioned, but we do want to talk a little bit about it. I'm not going to go into the book. I'm not, you know, discussing what the book is about or anything like that. I'm just discussing what I have learned in my life how I have applied some of these principles that I learned in regards to mindset and how these principles can help you overcome whatever limitations that you may have, overcome obstacles and the such. But before we do get into our show, as always, I do want to thank you, my faithful uh, listener subscribers. In addition, I want to mention to you that if you are into hunting and would like to go hunting and you are in South Texas or near South Texas, then the place to go is mtzhuntinguvaldi.com. That is MTZ hunting and then the word, the city of Uvalde, U-V-A-L-D-E.com. Talk to my friend Dustin over there. Let him know that Dr. J sent you and he will set you up. He'll hook you up and you're going to have a great time. In addition to that, I have another friend that works there, Annabella Outfitters. Talk to Maurice and let him know that Dr. J sent you and he's going to help you out. This guy knows everything when it comes to hunting. He's, he's your outdoors guy. So today, as I mentioned, I want to do talk, I want to talk about mindset and the importance of it. 
when it comes to our attitude, you know, I think attitude is, as I've mentioned before, our attitude determines our altitude. But mindset is right there, right with it, right with with our with our attitude. The at least in value and importance, it is right there with it. We need to be able to to have the right mindset. You know, I was having a conversation with my daughter the other the other day. And we're talking about poverty as it relates to people. And she said, Dad, you know, you, you were poor growing up. And why aren't you poor? Now, I'm not rich. But I never believed that poverty was my destination. I grew up in a rough side of town. We grew up, I grew up my first few years of life in Mexico and dirt floors, cardboard walls and leaking roof that every time it rained the roof would fly off and the following day we'd go and fetch our roof we had no running water no electricity we would get water about twice a week i remember my siblings and i would go and get some buckets and fill them up with water and just walk back and forth as long as we had uh, that water that was running they would open it up for you know for a few hours like twice twice a week or something so we would run over there and get water and run back home and then go back over there and run and get some more water and such. So we we were dirt poor, literally. But I, I really never knew, number one, that I was poor. And number two, I never believed that that was the destination that I never believed that that was the end of my life. That was, I had arrived and that was going to be my, my future. Eventually my dad moved us over to the States. I was born, I was a border baby, an anchor baby. And my parents immigrated, excuse me, from Mexico back in 79. And we came into you know, the the inner city here in San Antonio and in the inner city, as some of you may know, it's pretty rough, at least in, in my zip code where I grew up. A lot of drugs, prostitution, and just abuse of all types. And I was involved in all that. But even in the midst of all of that, I never thought that I was poor. I never thought that that was my destination. I vividly remember a few conversations with my parents that I remember my mom telling me, you're, you're not rich. You know, you're, you have taste buds, the taste buds of a rich person. You have to remember that you're poor. And I love my mom with all my heart. And my dad, you know, rest in peace. But I, I didn't believe them. I didn't take offense to what they were saying, but I, I just did not believe them. I didn't think I was poor. I didn't think my t- taste buds were rich. I just believed that I deserved that, like uh, that I could get that. So my mindset was never attached to my location. My mindset was never attached to my circumstance. My mindset was attached to my future. My mindset was attached to something I wasn't living yet. So as I was talking to my daughter about poverty and 
and how people, some people do suffer from that. And we were considering and we were discussing different topics that are, you know, popular right now. And one of the things was, you know, should the rich people be punished in the sense that you take their money away so that you can provide for the poor? And, you know, my my opinion is I imagine that, yes, we, we can provide, people can give to the poor, but money has never been the solution for poverty. As a matter of fact, if you do a little bit of research and you find that many poor people or people that weren't doing very well financially, when they hit the lotto, they win millions of dollars within a few years, they're broke again. Again, money didn't solve the problem. Uh, there are professional athletes that get thrown millions of dollars to them. And after they retire, within a couple of years, they are broke. There are celebrities that within a few years, they are broke. You read, you can read all these stories. So you find that it's not, it's, and poverty is not, well, let, let me rephrase this. Money is not the solution for poverty. It, it hasn't helped. Uh, it may help temporarily, but it is not the uh, lasting solution that we think it is. That's why we've had poverty for millennia. And, and I think that we will continue to have it unless we begin to teach and continue to teach people to gather a new mindset. So as long as your mindset doesn't change, whatever you are receiving, whatever you are getting, that is your, your future. You know, if, if you think that that's what you deserve, then that's what you will be getting in your life. There's a proverb that says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So whatever you think that you are, it is so powerful that that's what you become. You cannot violate what you think of yourself. That's an incredible, incredible proverb and an incredible statement to say that in essence, what you're saying with the proverb is that you're, you are limited by what you think of yourself, which is pretty incredible because for too long we've heard that people outside influences and outside sources limit people. But this proverb seems to go against that, that mindset. It seems to go against that thought. And it is whatever you, the individual, think of yourself. And that's what you become. So we need to be able to change our mindset, right? We need to be able to change the way that we think. We need to be able to change what we think about ourselves, what we feed ourselves, what we feed into our hearts. You know, we, we, we put a lot of stuff in our hearts. What are you watching? You know, if all you're watching is junk, then you have nothing but junk in your heart. 
If all you're listening to is junk, then all you have in your heart is junk. If all you're reading is junk, then all of you, all you have in your heart is junk. So that when you're trying to pull from your heart uh, courage, you, you're just pulling junk because that's all you have been feeding yourself. So in order to be able to feed yourself or transform the way that you think, you have to transform what you are feeding yourself. I'm not against social media. I, as a matter of fact, you're, you're listening to me on some platform or some form of social media. You know, I just recently started putting my podcast on YouTube as well. So, you know, I'm not against social media. I'm not against television. You know, I'm not against the movies. I love going to the movies. I'm not against you reading, you know, memes or posts or, you know, anything like that on social media. But I think that you should do more good for yourself than you do just to pleasure yourself, if that makes any sense. I enjoy watching TV shows and movies. I enjoy just sitting with my my family and, you know, just having a few laughs at a show, having a few laughs during the movie. I enjoy taking my kids, my wife, you know, to the movies and just relaxing. I have no problem with that. I buy my son comics. They love comic comic book superheroes, the Batmans, the DC. You know, I, I buy that. I buy some for myself as well. I love <laughs> the comics as well. And but in addition to that, you know, I, I have books that feed my intellect. I have books that feed me the entrepreneur person in me. I have books that feed the leader in me, the man in me, the dad in me, the husband in me, all of these different topics. You know, I take perspectives from so many different authors and so many different people, what they've researched what they found. And I try to apply that into my life and see how I can become better because this is the truth. (laughs) We live in the greatest nation in the world where poverty shouldn't exist. Unfortunately, it does exist, but money is not the solution. And I know, you know, that maybe some of you will be upset with me for saying that, but Please listen, you know, I'm not trying to divide us here. I'm really just having a conversation and giving you my perspective and my point of view and how I got out of that system and how I came out of, you know, poverty. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm certainly not where I used to be. And it takes persistence and it takes not giving up. So if you want to change the way things are in your life, you have to change the way that you think. You have to change about what you think. If all you think about is the issues and the problems that you are facing, eventually you will be overwhelmed. So we have to think about good stuff. You know, if you're married and all you think about is that one time your husband didn't throw the trash or the few times that he didn't throw the trash, 
then in, that's all you think. Then eventually you're going to think that he does nothing around the house. You know, you, you're not looking at the fact that maybe he gassed up the car, he washed it, he helped with the dishes, maybe he helped with the meals, maybe he helped with the kids, the kids' homework. Maybe he took them to the doctor when they were ill. Maybe he took them to practice. You know, there's plenty of other things that maybe he has been helping with. But if you only focus on the one thing or the few things that he didn't do, eventually you're going to think that he's doing nothing. And vice versa, you know, the flip side of that is also true. Husbands, if, if you think, you know, that your wife, for example, didn't cook or didn't help with the laundry or, you know, didn't want to take the kids to practice or whatever it may be. And you think of that one thing or the few things that she didn't do that you wanted her to do, eventually, in the same way, you will think that she's doing nothing. Because all you're feeding yourself is the negative. The negative. All you're feeding yourself is all the wrong that is present. So change your mindset. Change the way you think of of things and what you think about. You know, sometimes you just have to ignore it. I really don't believe in failure. I I believe in opportunities and lessons. If, if some people view it as failure, I view it as a, another way not to do something. <laughs> you know, you you did it, you tried it, it didn't work. Well, don't do it again. You try something different. It's not failure. You just figured out which way not to do it. So, you know, if you want to change things in your life, if you want to change the outcome of your life, then you have to start changing the way you look at things, the way you think about stuff. And again, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And here, here's, here's an implied, I guess, proverb within, within the proverb, an implied meaning within. It does say, as a man thinks in his heart. It, because understand that the older we get, the more opportunity we have to learn how to quit. Just the other day, I was uh, looking at my nephew and my niece babies they're toddlers they're a little over a year old and i saw them fall i, I lost count I, you know i wasn't even counting but i couldn't tell you how many times they fell and and they just got up and they were laughing and they kept getting up and, and they would run and fall and they couldn't they didn't have all the the balance yet and they just kept getting up and i thought about my children when they were you know, toddlers and even babies before they even learn to walk. And the, the many times that they were sick, you know, babies, they get sick, you know, when they're teething, they, they run fevers and, you know, just a whole bunch of things that, that go on with the kids. And I realized that kids don't quit. Children, infants, they have not learned how to quit or to fail. All they know is that they are learning lessons. I remember my our youngest, one time he was throwing his little tantrum, you know, as, as children often do. And he went back. He just swung with all his might back and he hit his head and he cried. And, you know, he got a, a good bump on there. And we were kind of concerned and worried, but, you know, he cried and, 
within a few seconds, you know, he was up and running again and playing. So, you know, fast forward a few days later and he's throwing another tantrum again. And this time he swings back, but this time he put his hand to slow the progress of his tantrum <laughs> and he gently let himself down on the ground instead of just letting go and, you know, hurting himself. So he learned. He learned. I didn't teach it to him. My my wife didn't teach it to him. His older siblings obviously didn't teach it to him. But he learned. He didn't quit. He just had an opportunity to learn. And, and I think that the difference here, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. The difference is that the older we get, the more opportunities we have to learn how to quit. And once we learn how to quit and we see how easy it is, then it becomes contagious. Uh, it becomes like a cancer. It eats up at us and we will quit everything. We'll quit families. We'll quit a job. We'll quit a sport. We'll quit our education. We'll quit at everything because we learned how easy it was to quit. Again, it's what we think of ourselves. The other day, I think I shared it with you, is my son was writing an essay and he, in his essay he was writing that I was a person that most influenced him or one of the people that most influenced him. And I, I, was, I was happy <laughs> to say the least. And he was reading me that part of his essay and he said, you know, my dad always says, we don't do things because they're easy. We do things because they're hard. And that's a lesson that I've taught my children. And I have two in college now and two finishing up high school. And the one in, in college, one of the ones in college, I was talking with them the other day, my, my college kids. And they said, you know, college is a little bit more difficult. I said, so what do y'all want to do? I said, well, I don't want to quit. <laughs> I said, okay. He goes, but, you know, I just have to figure out a way to, to overcome this struggle. And, and I was encouraging, encouraging to hear. Gives me hope for them. But that's what I want you, my listeners, to do. Don't give up. Life is difficult. But it'll get even more difficult if we don't learn. It'll get even more difficult if we quit. Or if we take the obstacles as opportunities to fail. An obstacle is just an opportunity to learn something new. So change the way you think. Because if you think of yourself as a success, eventually you will succeed. If you don't give up, eventually you will stumble into success. You just keep chipping away. Keep hitting that rock over and over. Just hit it. If you hit it once a day, eventually that rock will break. You don't have to put all your energy and effort into breaking it today. You just chip away, keep hitting it, but don't you ever give up. Don't quit. Change the way you think. Value yourself. Every single one of you has every gift, ability, and skill 
understanding, knowledge, and intelligence to be able to learn. You know, every single one of you. I have seen some incredible things in my life. I have seen people drive and they have no limbs. They have no arms and they drive. Incredible. I have seen them cook. You know, just look on YouTube and or, you know, whenever I have those inspirational programmings, it, it's incredible. I, I see them and I say, there's no way. I think it, this motivational speaker, I think his name is Nick Voy. He had he was born without limbs, no arms, no legs. And I saw him swimming. I was like, wow. <laughs> his mind is free. We live in the greatest country in the world. The country of freedom. But if our mind is not free, then what does it matter? Might as well be in prison. Because if all you think is that you're a failure, then you reach your destiny. But I don't believe you're that. If you're listening to this program, I, I am confident that you're not a failure. I am confident that you have the right mindset to succeed in anything that you do. Succeed in any business that you start. In any entrepreneurial uh, journey that you take. If you're writing, if you want to become an author, I have no doubt that you can do it. Because you have the right mindset. How do I know? Because you were looking for something to motivate you. You were looking for a podcast. You know, now that podcasts are, are more popular than ever before. You were looking for something that could identify with you, that you could identify with, that can help you maybe get over stuck situations. And I think that is incredible because you don't know how to quit. If there's any lesson that you should never learn, it should be the lesson of quitting. If there's ever a lesson that you should learn is learn not to quit. And think of yourself highly. Don't allow your surrounding circumstances to dictate who you are and what you can accomplish. Don't allow the color of your skin to dictate who you are and what you can accomplish. Don't allow what other people say about you to dictate who you are or what you can accomplish. The only person that can hold you back is you. You're the only one. You are the only one that's powerful enough to keep you from success. And if you can overcome yourself, if you can overcome yourself, I have no doubt you will achieve much. You will achieve success without a doubt. So change the way you think. You change the way you think, your life will change. You change the way you think, things begin to change for you. So what is your mindset? Is it poor me or is it I can do this? Let's get this done. I hope it's the latter. As a matter of fact, I'm certain it's the latter. I know you will accomplish much. 
I know you can do everything that you set your mind to. Well, we've come to the end of our week again. <laughs> We're not weak, but, you know, our podcast for this week. Uh, next week is voting day. Next Tuesday is voting day. So make sure that you exercise that freedom and that right that we have. That so many people, men and women before us, paid the ultimate price to preserve. So take advantage of that. Go vote and enjoy the freedoms that you have. Become all that you can. Once again, if you if there's anything I can do to help you, please email me at the attitude zone at drjgrod.com. Love to hear from you. If there's any topics that you think we should discuss, please send me an email and I would love to do that for you. Discuss that a little bit further. But again, thank you. I am humbled that you continue to listen to my podcast. And I look forward to speaking with you again next Tuesday on voting day. But for now, enjoy the rest of the week. Have a wonderful time. Be safe out there. And we'll see you again next week.